a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's Silent All Blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Girl Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is tactful Lord Dump Matt. Hey, Matt. How, how you doing today? Ahoy. Are you ready for a tactical Lord Dump? I am ready for a tactful Lord Dump. <laughs> are you saying tactful or tactical? Tactful. Okay, because I'm about to do a tactical lore dump like a nuke, because that's what we've got coming. <laughs> that's not that's not very tactical, but let's jump into it, because I'm I'm I didn't realize until like I quickly briefed over uh, that we had. There's a lot of key words that get dropped that I'm like, oh, shit, fuck. Like, I think we have the first naming of, of hockey yep. in these reads. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit. OK, let let's go. The thing that we've been talking around for. A season and a half. And something else that uh, I, f- I finally realized what the issue was. Because <laughs> we, we've talked around and redacted a few times something. Um, I think I must have sounded insane during the Romance uh, Dawn special. And uh, we, we kind of like redacted it a bit during... Um, during Rogue Town, it, it was uh, remember the romance on special. You're like this character, like no, no, no. That's that's a that's a theory. Yeah, that's I, a that's a game theory. <laughs> but it was also it was. I realized my issue is so there's this character Garp and this character Whitebeard. I thought they were the same character. Oh, you. <laughs> which is why I kept sounding like a crazy person and why it's like well maybe there's a theory or something. No, it's. I just had all the information I ever acquired about Garp and all the information I ever acquired about Whitebeard. And I think this is why I also sounded insane during the Jaya chapters when we see Whitebeard for the first time. Yeah. Is, yeah, because I <laughs> I was like, oh, what did I just misunderstand about one of these characters? <laughs> no, I just I was just any piece of information. I was putting them in the same bucket. <laughs> You didn't you didn't separate the Garpin Whitebeard buckets. They weren't separated. And I thought if because they're both old men with white beards. So I I guess if I ever saw a picture of one, I thought it was just like the other one because I never paid attention. I wasn't like in lar- you know, zoom enhance image. So there's information here that's not new to me, but I was confused about it and thought it was more of a theory because one, because we like you said, it, you'd mentioned it being a theory but it was probably because i sounded insane by making it sound like whitebeard was luffy's grandpa <laughs> well, which is not um, true with the, with the romance on thing uh it's also like garp is you know still garp same character though different roles obviously one romance on special they were a pirate this there we'll get into it yeah, but uh, I, I hadn't seen one white beard at that point yet. That's true. So I yeah, again. So again, I sounded like a crazy person. <laughs> and for the last for everyone who's been confused for the past 50 episodes, I apologize. Hey, That's there's why a I sounded lot to insane. keep track of one piece. There's a lot of stuff. And especially for you, you, you just have random bits of information. And it's just some of them aren't true, yeah. which is funny. <laughs> Or I just I heard something and I interpreted it one way. So we have things like this. But now I feel like I have everything together and we're going to go through this 
this tactful lore dump uh, delivered through via means of a tactical nuke lore nuke. Uh, it's it's so sad we don't have uh, Lucci to give us the exposition because I feel like he would have done an, an excellent job. They would have done the best job, hands down. No questions. And what's our what are our chapters? I forgot. Our chapters are 429 to 435. And in order for us to get to this lore dump, we have to actually leave Ani's lo- uh, lobby. Uh, we, we can do that in, a, in at least half a chapter, maybe two. In, it'll take us a little bit, but we'll get there. It'll take us. It'll take us a bit. Well, let's jump into it. So we're we're gonna recap this badly, and then we're gonna talk about the all that sweet, juicy lore we got. <laughs> so the Mary Go is attempting to make its escape, and Spandam yells on the at the Marines to fire on them, not caring whether Robin lives or dies at this point. And he's like, "This is Aokiji's order," and it's like, "It's not Aokiji's order. It's not." Ooh. Luckily, their shots go wide as a whirlpool begins to form the whirlpool that's in front of the gates of justice because the gates of justice are closing. And that's what the the gates of justice being closed. The current causes a whirlpool. And when it's open, it's fine. That's how the Navy like controls it. Uh, This had been explained earlier and we didn't really talk about it last reading, but Sanji had disappeared for a bit. And the revelation here is it's kind of just like in Skypea when he disappeared on Arc Maxim. It's like, yeah, no, he he went to go sabotage some shit. Sanji is actually our sa- like crew saboteur. Yeah, he he's our infiltrator spy man. He dresses like James Bond. He's in a suit all the time. That's true. He does wear a suit in, in another world. He could have been part of C- of CP9. <laughs> oh, just stay tuned. So yeah, so, so Sanji's knocked the lever uh, back uh, to close the gates of justice. And but now, you know, the, everyone realigns their shots. But now that's given Zolo and Sanji time to pick up the uh, Luffy, who's like he can't move, <laughs> but they can use him as like a tennis racket to whack <laughs> cannonballs back. So, it's so <laughs> funny. What's even funnier is after they do it, they sl- sling back the thing. They both do like a pose as if they're like taking a selfie together. <laughs> it's so good. I'm just crying, laughing. Zoro and Zoro and Sanji are, are such good boys. They're so funny. Yeah, they both give like the little like V for victory and Usopp's kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you guys are monsters. What? What are you? What? Luffy's also doing it, like passed out in the background. P- victory sign up, uh, so good. Yeah, I mean he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's doing his best. <laughs> oh, Nami's navigating them away. She's like, you know, she's being Nami. I can use the currents to find a faster path or some shit. Uh, what's what is notable is a uh, chopper has recovered enough to move and transform, because uh, he's controlling the rudder in his strength form. Uh, in order because it takes that much strength to operate the ship in this whirlpool. We also get a nice little payoff of a uh, Robin remote Pell does a remote Pell on Spandam. Finally. So good. And it's a, why didn't why doesn't she just remote Pell everyone? It's still a verb. Anyway, Usopp uh, makes a smoke screen and uh, Frankie at like Nami's direction uses a series of like coup events to help push them away and like dodge. So they're able to get away. Uh, while like the you know the navy ships are like they're losing them in the smoke screen and they're just trying to not go into the whirlpool 
I guess there's like no good Navy navigators or something. <laughs> I mean, they got like really big ships. They move really slow. You know, it takes a while to turn. You played Sea of Thieves. It takes a minute to to turn your boat unless you like. Pull I have anchor. not played Sea of Thieves actually, but oh, I have. Uh, I have played several other pirate games. Yeah. So yeah, you know, bo- bo- boats are hard to move. They take a minute, especially big boats. Speaking of boats, uh, the Frankie family and the Galley Law crew, they get away on the remains of Puffing Tom. Woo! Choo-choo! And uh, we see Aokiji here on his bike, and he decides, because he could, he could easily catch the Straw Hats, he decides to watch and let them go. Which, again, very interesting, that he's constantly not doing his job. <laughs> Lazy justice. So yeah, um, heading back towards Water 7, they meet up with Iceberg, who's sailing to them in a galley law ship. Uh, and as soon as they get close, Mary's prow bows forward. Like, it, it starts to detach and go forward. And Luffy asks Iceberg to help. But he reveals that he's the one who found Mary washed up on Scrap Island um, after, you know, like, CP9 had, like, dumped her into the sea. Um, and he's the one who fixed her and sent her on her way to the straw hats what a what a good guy yeah a lot of a lot of free service from the galley law company uh but yeah so they they have this this nice sending off ceremony for mary um and importantly the soge king mask is back on and luffy lights a torch and he begins burning her in this like viking funeral you know it's a good thing usopp isn't here you know like he wouldn't be able to take this uh, you know, and meanwhile, Soge King's like oddly emotional for being a new guy, uh, though he vows uh, since Luffy is ready, he won't shed a single tear. Yeah, which is after Zoro is like, you know, how about it after, you know, Luffy's comment of like, ah, Usopp couldn't handle this. Yeah, he, he says that to Zolo um, that he he won't shed a tear like that's not something internal. He says that to Zolo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just still keeping up the, the separation of. Soge King versus Usopp. We're we're still keeping that up. And also the Luffy and Chopper don't know that he, Soge King is Usopp. It's still so funny. <laughs> it's still so going on. I'm curious when we actually it when if ever we uh stop that. Um eventually we'll get there. Eventually, I'm sure, but yeah. But anyway, uh the Straw Hats have their flashbacks to the time on the Merry Go. And Luffy hears Mary's voice saying that she's sorry. She wanted to carry them farther. But even so, like she was happy she was able to go as far as she did. Um, And Luffy is apologizing for all the ways that they accidentally mistreated her. And like, I'm sorry, I bumped bumped you into these rocks or something like all that. And so like the crew is sad as the masthead is is finally engulfed and she falls beneath the waves. Uh, The crew makes it back to Water 7. Two days pass and uh, we see the cursed sword of Zolo, Kotetsu the third, one of the 40 fine swords of the sea is broken. Uh, he sorted so hard, he broke his sword, so he needs a new sword. Otherwise, he's down to two swords and that's just not cool. Not acceptable. That's, no, it's not as cool as three swords, uh, especially because he's a three sword style. So uh, Galila and the Frankie family are rebuilding because, you know, Aqua Laguna fucked the place up. Uh, and the giants have actually joined Galley Law and they're staying until their chieftains finish their duel, uh, which I don't know. Duel o'clock is every day. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, until they f- stop. Yeah. Or one of them wins. It'll happen eventually. Maybe another hundred years. Yeah, it's maybe another hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Frankie and Iceberg talk about how Iceberg is now building blueprints on a plan to make Water 7 float. That way it can survive the Aqua Laguna and sinking. And like that's well, like puffing Tom was Tom's legacy. This will be his um, Luffy, who has been asleep for two days straight, is still asleep, but sleep eating. <laughs> Let's go. That's my boy. So we get the information that the log post is going to set to the next island in two or three days. And they find that the stuff they had stored in the inn and importantly, Belmare's tangerine trees from Mary, uh, those get brought in and recovered, which like the tangerine t- trees getting recovered. Like she's like, I lost the tangerine trees. And they're like, look what we found. We uh, stole them off Mary before, uh, you know, setting sending her off. Oh, my God, my tangerine trees. That's just like a little cute scene. Yeah. And remember, we we saw them taking the stuff whenever they first got on and Usopp was hiding uh, on the ship being like, oh, no. And they were taking their shit. It's yeah. a full circle. Also, I don't remember seeing the tree. I know the trees were on the Mary. I don't think we've seen the trees. On oh, the they Mary. were very prominent. Were uh, especially. Yeah, I, I remember they were a big deal visually during like the descent from Skypea. That's right. But like my brain just doesn't pick. Granted, when I picture like the tangerines on the ship, I picture the the upcoming ship, not Mary. For what some up, reason, we're my, not, we're not going to get on just, a ship again. Oh, yeah. No, it's in the back of Mary, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the back of Mary. Yeah, so. that's right. That's OK. Yeah, I think Sky, the end of Skype is when I first like visually recognized it and went, oh, there's trees on Mary. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was brought up. Back in yeah, Arlong it, it Park was, when they were put on there. up whenever they were leaving um, uh, Arlong Park. You know, like after after a couple hundred chapters, you forget details like this. <laughs> you know, even though it's only 10% in the One Piece, there's just so much in that 10%. <laughs> there's so much in that 10% in One Piece. <laughs> so much. It's, 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 it's all bloated. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's another plot point that we had kind of dropped for a bit. What's that? Whatever Frankie bought for 200 million berries. Oh, shit. What are you behind? He bought wood from the jewel tree, Adam, and we get Frankie's dream. His dream is to build a ship of dreams that can overcome any ocean. He's going to make the ship one that can rival Gold Rogers Oro Jackson, which Tom had also built from jewel tree wood. And he's going to let the straw hat sail on it. After all, like he likes them and it was kind of their money anyway. <laughs> and he's he's not a thief. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just had an error. I just want to build the ship. Yeah. yeah. I just want to <laughs> build the ship. You can have the ship. I just want to build it. Yeah. A ship. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, while this is happening, Zolo, who's been keeping watch on the shore, he sees something worrisome, but he, he gets lost getting back. <laughs> yeah oh it's such it's such a good bit it's such a good bit never gets old i think i liked it better when the crew didn't reference it i think once they started referencing it in skypea and it became way more overt i think i liked it less really i i think it adds it because it just makes it like oh yes we have to keep track of zoro and when they don't it's like fuck it becomes a side quest. Find Zoro or wait till Zoro 
accidentally gets stuck in a chimney. Which still, uh, that's still so funny to me. I'm sorry. How did he, how did he even get up there? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyways, he's running, gets lost. He's running, gets lost. And what pulls into the docks is a marine ship with a dog masthead and this <gasps> old man with a dog helmet. We've seen them in the, in the chapter covers. We have. Uh, he is the legendary Garp who cornered the Pirate King on many occasions. Uh, the Galley Law members all try to like stop him from coming in, but he just busts down the door. Uh, he has some men that he wants Monkey D. Luffy to eat meat. And the Straw Hats get in fighting position uh, when Garp rushes past them and he bops Luffy on the head because he's sleeping. Yeah, and it hurts him. Yeah. Luffy's in pain. Yeah, Luffy cries out in pain, shocking everyone because, you know, fists should, fist shouldn't hurt rubber. Uh, but the explanation is a fist of love cannot be blocked. That's true. It's true. <laughs> and Garpa takes off his helmet and he's like, you seem to be causing a lot of trouble, Luffy. And Luffy exclaims, Grandpa. <laughs> it's our grandpa from the from the Romance Dawn special. They're back. He's back. And also from uh, a certain chapter cover series, and a certain chapter cover series. We get the full introduction of Monkey D. Garp. Garp the Fist, Vice Admiral of the Navy. And uh, Luffy tells his crew not to attack him uh, since he'd kill them. You know, Grandpa almost killed me a bunch of times when I was little. And he's like, OK, you little shit, just because I threw you into a ravine in a jungle and tied you to a balloon. You're going to be ungrateful that I did that to make you stronger. <laughs> he's like, I he's like, I entrusted you and Ace to a friend so they could train you to be a good, strong Navy man. But the moment I took my eyes off that redheaded idiot, he filled your heads with stupid ideas. So importantly, he refers to uh, Shanks as a friend. No, he doesn't. I entrust you to a friend. No, no. So you, you're you're mistaken. Uh, so Garp is saying that he left uh, Ace and Luffy with some friends. We'll we'll see those friends later uh, in the future. So stay tuned. Very good shit. Makes me cry. Uh, but so does Mary. I'm I'm currently like white, still wiping tears from Mary just now. So, but uh, Garp is just mentioning this. He's like, I entrusted you and Ace to a friend of mine for training. But yes. the moment I take my eyes off you two, look what what happens. I trained yes. you to be strong Navy men. He's like, I always told you I want to be a pirate. And then he says, this is all because of that redheaded idiot filling you with stupid ideas. Yes. You moron. The, yes, that is correct. You said uh, you kind of blended all three things together as if it was one statement when they were uh, like, hey, I left you with people like I trusted. I trained you to become it's a strong people. Navy man. He says a friend. So still not people. Yeah. He left you with a friend. And then they're like, ah, and then Luffy's like rebuttals of I told you I wanted to be a pirate, you know, and in response to Garp being like, I trained you to be a strong Navy man. And then Garp's like that fucking redheaded idiot. Because remember, Shanks was not at the village. Shanks was not babysitting Luffy. Shanks was just there uh, and was just there on the island. He wasn't like there for any other reason than just kind of vibing. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean, they they would come and go, come and go. Yeah, yeah. But we we have the context that like they were not responsible for Luffy in any ways. And Luffy was just in, was like an admirer of them. I mean, granted, like they're they're obviously good friends. Shanks is Luffy's friend. Canon. But 
I wanted to just be like, no, Shanks is not the friend that Garp is referring to. All right. It, it seemed to me like it was implied that he was, but I did not read it that way. I I still can't see how it's how you're reading it that way, but I, I'm going to just nip this now. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's, like, it's, it's it's clear. Like, it's clear how it's like left open for inter- for interpretation the other way. I'm saying like by by first wait time reading it, it looks like that's how it reads. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what I'm saying. It's like the first time through. That's how it looks and like it's it's so I, I see how it also is open. It's open to not necessarily be Shanks where I am for 30 chapters in four and 32 chapters in. I'm like, oh, OK, so maybe Garp and Shanks are friends. Stay tuned on that. Right. Because I'm uh, curious. Yeah. I'm curious of, of their relationship because I. I don't think we've had anything yet because also the referring to him as a redheaded idiot with like the way he also talks to Luffy. It still feels like very friendly where even if he's not the friend he was left with for training, there's still some kind of I mean, I, I feel like that's just Garp, uh, given what we're about to see here later, because I don't <laughs> think Garp is the most uh, professional of individuals. I don't think they have a sense of uh, switching between how you treat family versus how you treat your your co-worker uh i mean granted i don't want to be garp's well, family shanks isn't a, a co-worker <laughs> shanks true. Is, is technically an enemy but he also it seems blurs the line yeah when it when when it comes to people he likes it seems he blurs the line between uh, like what he's justice. supposed to do as a navy yeah <laughs> blurry justice so, um, blurry justice but yeah. our discussion has put luffy and garf to sleep <laughs> we gotta yeah, it continue. does actually in the oh <laughs> uh, yeah like luffy yells back about uh you know shit don't trash talk shanks he saved my life uh and it's like how dare you speak to your grandpa and they're they're fighting and he's like you know like he's almost like choking luffy like he's like thrashing him and like the rest of the crew is like oh no and then yeah they they fall asleep because <laughs> like luffy's still tired garp is like old i guess I- <laughs> and then all of a sudden they wake up yeah they're like wait they fell asleep i think it's just a family thing <laughs> yeah it, it it very clearly is meant to show like they are definitely family yeah <laughs> it's like what was i doing Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what your friend Shanks is really doing? <gasps> what Shanks doing? It actually, yeah. He he refers to him what kind of pirate your red headed friend is. <gasps> what kind of pirate yeah. is Shanks? We have We don't know yeah. yet. But yeah, we, we get the revelation. There are four great pirates on the second half of the Grand Line. They are what they are. Whitebeard Shanks and two other silhouettes. One of them is definitely Big Mom. The other <laughs> one I don't recognize. Uh, I, the other one, Silhouette, I I struggle because I know who it, it's supposed to be. That Silhouette one is very vague. It's just a grin and a pointy nose and some brow. Like, there's really not much. Yeah, it's it's very small. Uh, but I'm surprised how like concrete Big Mom's design was even back then. I, uh, But the, the fourth one... The, that's that looks more like Roger <laughs> than it does <laughs> it which should be. <laughs> but it's yeah, fine. It, I can't tell at all from that. But big. It's, yeah. Like you said, Big Mom, it is clearly Big Mom. Yeah, it's clearly Big Mom, a character who we we don't know about. <laughs> we don't know who that is. Uh, but yeah, we, we get introduced to the four emperors or the Yonko as yeah. as uh, other translations call it. Or like so I'd, it, I'd heard is. the Yonko term before, and I'd always kind of 
conflated it with like conflated with the warlords because I didn't like know much because mm-hmm. I knew warlords are supposed to be seven strong pilots, uh, seven strong pirates, not pilots. What are these airships? Seven strong pirates, but the Yonko were also supposed to be four strong pilot uh, pirates. So I was like, oh, are the Yon-? so I had thought like, are the Yonko just like the four strongest warlords? But now it makes more sense. The Navy and the seven warlords fight the four emperors, and it's this uneasy balance of power between them. And so, like, the warlords are the pirates of the Navy that check the emperors. Yeah. And now you have the content. Now we have now we can talk about the the Yonkos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say, but we now know Shanks is a Yonko, which they were just like a normal pirate at the beginning. What? Crazy. And now he's like super high up. Yeah. Uh, He's high up vibing. He's he's on the same level as Whitebeard. Whoa. We know Whitebeard is going to be king of the pirates. He said so. It's also it takes seven warlords and the Navy to check four emperors. So that also kind of puts. Whitebeard, Shanks and these other two people at like a a slightly higher tier than, say, like Crocodile or Doffy or any of them. Yeah. From the outset. Um, We'll get a little bit more on that later, actually, with with the reference later to Mihawk and Shanks's duel. Yeah, wait, oh, so so good. Anyways, but yeah. Anyway, Usopp's at the window hearing this. So and the rest of the crew is exchanging this. Like, did you know this? It's like I, I like I knew he knew Shanks, but I didn't know this part. Um, and then you know it's like pirate hunter Zolo is coming, and Garp tells his two men outside to stop him. So uh, Zolo draws his swords, and he gets in a sword fight with this guy dual wielding Kukri, and Luffy's telling Zolo he has have to fight. When this other guy comes and attacks him, kicking his chin high up, using using, he then says shave yes. and disappears. Oh. Luffy recognizes the technique because he's seen it before uh, and he's able to grab him. And then Zolo eventually disarms his assailant and knocks him down, too. And uh, Luffy's opponent yields. He's like, you're strong. Like, I remember long time. No, see. <laughs> it's Kobe it's and the other Kobe. guy's Helmopo and and Helmopo. Yeah, but it's Kobe. It's Kobe. It's our boy. He had a fucking glow up. Yeah. Oh, no, he's hot. He, oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's gained like two feet in height, like a muscle. And he like he's now clearly also like a fist fighter. And like Helmopo is wearing like that eye visor thing, like uh, like the dude from Star Trek or like Jordy. Yeah, or uh, or like the the blind captain from Bleach, whose name I can't remember. Um, oh, but your Bleach expert, Matt. I, oh no, wait, that is not official nickname. That is not official nickname. Yeah, in the future um, will. We'll, we'll anyway, he's wearing like a visor like that. Anyway, with that out of the way, Garp goes. Uh, by the way, Luffy, I heard you met your father, and Luffy's surprised he even has a dad. He doesn't even know his name. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the one thing that that cracks me the fuck up every single time I read these chapters because he's straight up like, wait, I have a dad like the concept of him having a dad never fucking crossed this dude's mind ever. Yeah, it's what my dad. What do you mean? My dad? I have a dad. (laughs) 
<laughs> like he goes through the stages of realizing it's so funny. Oh my god, I'm dying. Yeah, uh your your dad <laughs> is your dad was actually Monkey D Dragon, the revolutionary. <gasps> bum 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 bum. So yeah, and that that's the thing we redacted in our Rogue Town conversation was yeah, knowing yeah. that uh Dragon was his dad, but I was given the whole like Garp Whitebeard Confucius, I didn't know how accurate that was. Yeah. But it turns out it was accurate. And in fact, it's not even a theory. They just fucking say it. Yeah, it was a theory then. Uh, but now it's confirmed. Confirmed theory. I don't think it was a theory then. I'm pretty sure the, these chapters no, um, were out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when chapter 100 came out, nobody knew oh, who oh, the fuck this person yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like your theory was like the theory. People are like, oh, who's who's this person? Like they have to be related, right? Because we got like little bits of drops. Like this was kind of hinted that there's a like this person has a relationship with Luffy. Else, why the why the fuck would they save him from uh, Smoker? Yeah, well, but, well, I'd I'd heard like already that Luffy's dad was Dragon and that his grandpa was a Navy guy. And for some reason, I thought that that Navy guy was Whitebeard because I thought Whitebeard was Navy for some reason. And yeah, because that's how the whole that's gramps, how the whole though. yeah, and that's how the whole Garb Whitebeard togetherness. And when I learned that Whitebeard was a pirate, I was confused. Look, you know, we have never seen uh, Garb and Whitebeard in the same room. So <laughs> true. <laughs> Stay I, so tuned, far, but <laughs> yeah. we haven't seen them in a room yet. <laughs> but anyway, this information knocks everyone on their butt, including Kobe. Like Kobe, all the Navy men outside. <laughs> yeah, like. He's he's not supposed to actually have said this. Uh, apparently, Dragon's full name is not well known. He's just known as Dragon. Uh, and Luffy asks Robin for the rundown because, like, she'll know. And yeah, she explains that unlike pirates who are just outlaws, the Revolution aren't Revolutionary Army is actively trying to overthrow the world government. So uh, and by the way, uh, we're going to mention now Dragon kind of looks like Wiper. Dragon kind of looks like Wiper. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, we so the tattoos, which granted, I I was going to bring this up and I'm glad you brought up the the connection. But the his his face tattoos, Dragon's face tattoos are reminiscent to the uh, Shandians like tattoos and uh, iconography that they have on their like buildings and stuff. Yeah, Uh, but I, I would hesitate that they look like Wiper. I can send you a picture of wiper if you need a refresher <laughs> but I, it, it's i'm not saying like exactly like each other okay. but it's it's like a there, there's very there's like a lot of similarities in their design yes yes uh 100 yes I, I will agree with that which it all, uh, yeah. begs it begs many questions especially if you were to do some kind of uh comparison back to skypea of putting pirates revolutionaries and establishment and you were to connect those pieces anyway um <laughs> moving on yeah anyway moving on uh, oh whoops garp wasn't supposed to let any of that slip out so uh he's gonna leave uh he's because he's not gonna catch his grandson even if he's a pirate yeah he actually only came as a favor for kobe and Helmeppo because they wanted to see the straw hats see garp is a grandpa to everyone <laughs> everyone's grandpa he's, everyone's he's grandpa. very much like a heihachi like style character yeah uh but yeah luffy and kobe get some alone time uh nami uses a transponder snail to try and listen on on their conversation uh but she's doing it in a bikini by the pool so there's like a lot of pool antics um 
you know, it's, it's just some kind of like fan service. Uh, so we have Kobe revealing uh, that they didn't go through reverse mountain to get here. Instead, Navy battleships can coat them, coat themselves in sea prism stone to navigate the comm belt without being torn apart by Neptunians. <gasps> we got the reason. Yeah. And also like how people get in and out of the Grand Line without having to do reverse mountain every time. Yeah. See, uh, you you had that question earlier um, and now you have the answer. We do. And he talks about a uh, Dr. Vegapunk, the top scientist who figured out how devil fruits confer their powers. And he came up with the technique for feeding them to inanimate objects. What a smart man. Yep. And we've seen two of those. And that was only done a year ago. Yeah. Which think about that. Yeah. How did they get Lasso then? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> You're, I can. OK, I know I actually have a quite. How does Lasso work? Did Crocodile? Oh, they are warlords. OK, that's the Navy connection. He is a warlord. Okay. But like, why did. But but remember, but no, but remember, they had never met Mr. Zero before. Like Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas just had Lasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. but we don't know like when they got Lasso, like timeline wise. So they could have it could have been like a recent gift, right? I'm pretty sure Mr. Zero Crocodile or they, they stole it. Then they stole it. They heisted it. They might have heisted. They were, you know what? They were officers in Brokeworks. They were. They, you know what? We're thinking too much into this. We should have questioned these things in Alabasta when we obviously knew about Vegapunk. <laughs> well, we also questioned that we questioned it in general back then. Yeah, just like why, how? But so, yeah, and now we know. But it's also, yeah. There's a machine. It does it. Made by uh, uh, Doctor Vegapunk. Well, we don't know that there's a machine that does it. We just know that there's a technique for feeding them to objects. Yeah, I always assume it's a machine. We still have never. Well, we might now see it in Egghead. I still have yet to read the arc. I'm not current, but I always picture it as a machine. Just because like how how else do you unless if you just like massage the sword and gun to, to like feed. I, I'm, I'm Maybe it's so a way curious. of chopping up the devil fruit and like rubbing the oil. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's something. I'm not a Who One knows? Piece scientist. Maybe, oh, maybe it's like pickling. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put them in the same, like, you put them both in a jar, you yeah. shake it up, it's, and then you open the jar and it's together, yeah. You ferment the fruit into the weapon. Oh my god, damn it. I swear to god, if that's what it is, that's so fucking funny. That's so good. <laughs> that I can't be- wait for us to be done with this season so that you can read Egghead. Yeah. More okay. than for like me to be done with this <laughs> i'm so curious because that's been our trade-off is that you you don't read like further in the arc like as we are going on like you kind of you're kind of freezing at the start so yeah yeah uh, uh, we got like a good bit of devil fruit stuff and i know egghead ca- covers devil fruit so i didn't want to blend not like new knowledge with wh- the little i already know <laughs> yeah. we don't need that mix which up. is appreciated it's appreciated yeah unfortunately just like before they can't be too friendly and share a meal because they are you know navy and pirate but uh he does say that on the other side of the red line in the second half of the grand line it's called the new world and there's a new era coming the one who can master those oceans will become king of the pirates (gasps) kobe yeah they said said the thing said the thing 
And like Luffy is all into that shit. All into it. And Kobe yeah. finally states their dream, their new dream. Yep. He's going to become an admiral of the Navy and fight you. <laughs> and then kind of cringes for being like, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I got carried away. And Luffy's like, nah, fucking go And Luffy's for like, it. yeah, yeah. Fucking come at me, bro. Do it. <laughs> what a supportive friend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Helmepo vows uh, we'll, we'll also meet again. And like Zolo's like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with that out of the way uh, and them leaving, we get a pool party. Uh, pool so party. we have this pool party. Uh, but Robin, like, still kind of on the sides. Uh, here's Aokiji through a wall. Because uh, he's, he's there and talking to her. And he's like, he still doesn't know if it was right to carry on his friend Jaguar D. Saul's decision uh, to let her live. Uh, she will she'll have to answer that for him. But, he, you know, he's satisfied that Robin's found a place to feel safe and he leaves and Robin joins in the crew's antics. Yeah, which uh, I want to point out that Aokiji, uh, as he's walking away, you know, it's like, you know, live your life and then prove to him that like that ohara is still alive which makes me go like oh my heart oh which i'm i'm excited about because we we've gotten multiple things about ohara in the last few chapters or uh, uh one we got this and then one that's indirect that i want to talk about once we're done we're, we're like a chapter away yeah it's like we get this whole like meanwhile at the world government um they receive the worst news that red-haired shanks has broken through the naval blockade and made contact with Whitebeard. Uh, which we then see Shanks and Whitebeard's flagships next to each other. And we have Marco, first division commander for Whitebeard, telling the newcomers, hey, uh, stand back. Uh, and as uh, Shanks walks onto the deck, they don't listen and they get knocked out. And uh, Jozu, the third division commander, says, those who have weak wills can't remain standing in his presence his hockey power is overwhelming. Oh, we got the name drop. We got hockey. Bam, we can now bam, say bam, it openly. Bam. I mean, we have been for, for a bit, but <laughs> yeah, but we, we got have, it. We have We're no here. <laughs> We're in the yeah. hockey timeline, baby. We Mon finally got to hockey. <laughs> Mantra? Pff, hockey, baby. I mean, maybe they're related. Maybe they're not. That, that, that uh, We don't have any confirmation, but my, my headcanon is they are. <laughs> they are. I mean, same with the the CP9 powers. I think they're all connected. I I'll be interested once we get more explanations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, but yeah, we get we get we get a name. We get a name. Anyway, Shanks walks up to Whitebeard with a giant jug of uh quote medicinal water, sake, um, <laughs> saying uh, they need to talk. Uh, Whitebeard, you know, dismisses his men and shares the sake. Uh, we get a revelation that Shanks is from the West Blue. I want to point out that it's weird that they start off with it's calling medicine water and then literally like two pages later, they say it's wine. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, it it makes it kind of makes sense. He's I like, guess. I brought some medicine. I brought it, it's, medicine. It's booze. <laughs> but yeah, he's like the, you know, wine from wherever you're from tastes better. And it's from, it's like the best wine from the West Blue. So like we get that at least like that's just something we didn't know. Yeah, uh, which no. is important because Luffy started in the East Blue, didn't he? Yes. So what was Shanks doing over there? Well, remember, this was post them being part of uh, uh, Roger's crew. Yep, because that's the next thing that happens. Whitebeard reminisces on the old days with Roger, Garp, and Sengoku on the old oceans. 
and he remembers Shanks being just an apprentice on Gold D. Roger's ship. Gold And he even D. remembers Rod. Buggy. He's like, whatever happened to that guy? He's like, yeah, yeah I heard he's still a pirate. Yeah, because Buggy, Buggy's the best. Everyone likes Buggy. Buggy is so memorable. Everyone loves like, yeah, Buggy. Yeah, that red-haired nose guy. That red-nosed guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had, the, he had the nose and Shanks had the hair. Together, yeah. they were one red person. Yeah, I, I mean, Shanks had red hair. Buggy has blue hair. And their connection is their their love for each other when they nuzzle noses, because as does, we all know, Shanks, they're distant. They're distant this, lovers. This is now. some. Do, this is definitely some dojinshi that exists. Um, <laughs> like no, no. These dojins exist. Um, I've read this fanfic before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on Wattpad before. An archive of our own. Uh, yeah. Damn it, um, moving on. Apparently, Shanks and Mihawk had a legendary duel, like the legendary duel. And so, like, after they had that duel and then Shanks uh, disappears and comes back from the East Blue, everyone's surprised he's missing an arm because if Mihawk couldn't do that, uh, when the world did you encounter in the East Blue that cost you an arm? And Shanks says, oh, this I gave it up for the sake of a new era, you know, remembering <gasps> Luffy. Wow. Twice new era has been used. <laughs> new era is being dropped constantly constantly um, remember dofi talked about it too dofi talked about it um blackbeard talked about it in jaya yeah like we're in a new pirate era baby is that what um is that what dragon said as well when he saw them off in 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 rogue town maybe i honestly don't remember offhand i like i almost want to pull up the notes for that just to see or so I'm not going to go all the way back to the chapter, but it's I. Oh, no, it's it's that he doesn't want to get in the way of another man's voyage is what I think it is. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want to get in the way of of whatever is going to happen with with his uh, son that he already like. He's not a part of his son's life. His son didn't even know he had a dad. Yeah. And I have I have so many things I want to say, but we got to. Yeah, we got to We got to get going. We're almost done with with the we're reading. And then I can say the, the things that are making me excited and, and roll like. The talk, I just talk over myself. I have so many words. We're halfway through chapter four thirty four. This there's a chapter and a half left. We'll we'll get we're there. We're good. We're getting there. We're good. I'm just yeah, so, so excited. In fact, just uh, you know, just like you, Whitebeard basically says, uh, "Get to the point." <laughs> so Shank says the only car scar that hurts is the the slashes over his left eye. He got them from Blackbeard, who he views as dangerous. Uh, and Shanks tells Whitebeard to stop Ace. Because even though he's he's made it to second division leader, he shouldn't go after Blackbeard. It he doesn't like give like what the alternative is. He just wants it to not be Ace, I guess. Or or maybe just just stop. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just don't go after Blackbeard. Actually, just don't do it because that dude is dangerous as fuck. Uh, and he does emphasize Blackbeard's dangerousness. But Whitebeard Whitebeard gives a whole speech about how Blackbeard's betrayal is unforgivable. He committed like the the one unfor like. The, the unforgivable crime of the sea, killing a crewmate. So, you know, of course, his crew is going to handle it. Uh, so they finish their drinks, they draw weapons, and they clash with such force uh, as to split the clouds in the sky. Oh, such fucking badassery. We leave them on that. We don't know what the result of that is. Hold on, before we continue, I want to point out, because you glossed over it, uh, Whitebeard states that anybody who uh, joins his crew... 
that are on his ship is viewed as as like a son to him. Yeah. So not only did they did Blackbeard betray and kill their crew, they killed his sons. And he and Whitebeard emphasizes that fact. And I just wanted to bring that back to the whole, you know, one of the biggest themes of One Piece, which is the found family aspect. Yeah. Well, let's continue. We cut away to whom? Uh, that's a good thing to point out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we cut away over to Blackbeard. Uh, <gasps> we were just his talking crew, about him. <laughs> yeah, they're on some island uh, and they're reading the paper uh, confirming uh, the straw. They confirm like the straw hats are still their targets because, uh, you know, like they've, you know, they with all their stuff in Aeneas lobby, if they take them down, it'll be even more high profile for them. Uh, but before they can leave, Ace shows up like, what up, bitches? <gasps> Oh no, it's too late to stop Ace. It's too late to stop Ace. They're there. They found Blackbeard. Yeah. Fuck, Blackbeard's doomed. Cuts off there. We don't see any more of that. We we cut back to uh, Water 7, where uh, Frankie, Iceberg, and Galley Law are working on the ship. Uh, there's a this comment uh, about fixing the burn ship. So it it seems like it's implied that like parts of Mary are going into the new ship. Uh, I'm not like sure about that. Stay but it, tuned. Stay tuned. It feels like it, that that's implied that like part of Mary yeah. is in, is in the ship. I, I think that's a good uh, train of thought. Uh, we'll we'll see that pay off. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Obviously, the the main core is like Frankie's working the jewel wood though. That's going to be like the main part of the ship. Yeah. The yeah. So the Frankie family get a newspaper as well. And they see it there. Hey, there's no mention of Galley Law or the Frankie family in the attack on uh, Aeneas Lobby. Uh, and Sanji asks if Garp pulled strings. And Luffy's like, I, he doesn't think he would know how. And Tommy and Chopper <laughs> agree on the basis that, yeah, it's Luffy's grandpa. <laughs> so, like, funny moment. Spitting spit hard facts. Okay. Harsh truths here. <laughs> Robin, like, thinks uh, this must have been, like, how Kiji's doing. So uh, the Water 7 people get to chill and suffer no consequences for their actions. Woo! They, they were just helping some friends. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but the Straw Hats, they get a bounty increase, which uh, Zolo, like, immediately cuts to. So uh, Chopper is super excited for his bounty because that means that he's a real pirate now. Nami is, like, less excited so we have this like five day vacation on Water 7 as Frankie's building the ship. Uh, Zolo goes. We see Zolo going to shops, still unable to find a sword. He actually gets thrown out of one for basically window shopping. Yeah, for, for not having enough money. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, uh, let's let's man. When is um, Smoker and uh, Toshigi Toshigi going to show up? I don't know. Uh Never. Never. Anyway, uh, Usopp's tr like trying to figure out how he can like come back to the crew because it's still like awkward for him. We get the log post set to the next island, uh, but Nami's confused. Like it's pointing slightly down though, kind of like how with Skype it was pointing up. And Kokoro says, "Well, of course it's pointing downwards. The next island is Fishman Island, and that's underwater." Woo! And it's like kind of like don't really worry about how to get there. Uh, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And so Sanji's very excited to see some mermaids. And then he remembers Kokoro. It gets depressed. <laughs> oh, no, Sanji. Yeah. We're going to put that in the bucket. We're going to put it in the bucket. Uh, so anyway, unfortunately, uh, but Kokoro points out that unfortunately to reach Fishman Island from from Water 7, 
you have to sail through the Florian Triangle, <gasps> which is basically the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> which like, I love the name Florian. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. So if you read the paper, like 14 ships disappeared in it this month alone and we get, you know, but hey, there's like all these ships that end up as ghost ships. Those are really basically treasure ships because, hey, it's free treasure. So this like kind of convinces Nami like, yeah, that's not so bad. So then we get news from the Frankie family. The ship is complete, uh, but we have a favor to ask. You've seen the bounties, right? And like, yeah. And we get the spread finally of everyone's bounties. Yay. So we have Monkey D. Luffy. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, before we go through the bounties, I do want to point out when uh, Kokoro is talking about the ships and like ghost ships and stuff. Luffy is the only one who's super hyped about meeting a living skeleton. So I just want to pin that clear foreshadowing of a character we know nothing about. Cough, cough. We're definitely not meeting Brooke next arc. We're not definitely meeting not. Brooke next reading. Definitely not. Um, we definitely don't see a picture of a skeleton <laughs> when Kokoro flashes to talking about the ghost ships. Anyway, yeah. So we get the spread of everyone's bounties. We have Monkey D. Luffy, uh, valued at three Nami villages. We have uh, Zolo, valued at 1.2 Nami villages. Uh, Nami, whose picture is somehow the bikini she wore at the pool at Water 7 after Adias Lobby. The Yes, which there's such a funny thing about that, uh, which we'll ha we'll get to later on. But just note, good catch. And it's super funny because there is a reason for it. Yeah, she's uh, only 16 million berries. Uh, we get Chopper, who in parentheses has pet. He's uh, called Chopper the Cotton Candy Lover. <laughs> Very good. Very good. And also, if you notice, Chopper is now in their even more uh, mascot cute form. They have changed yeah. once again from the beginning of Ein's Lobby to now. They've already changed again. Yeah, his, his head is way rounder. Yeah. Yeah, he has a bounty of a whole 50 berries. <laughs> 50 whole berries. Just enough for a piece of candy. <laughs> We have uh, Robin and we don't see her. The bottom of her sheet. Oh, yeah, she's she's, she's 80 million 80. berries. Yeah. Yeah, she's still 80. Uh, we get Soge King, uh, you know, the king of snipers, at uh, which gets yeah, at seven at 30 million berries, which, which importantly was Luffy's post crocodile bounty. That was Luffy's first bounty and the the same bounty that Usopp said that oh, yeah, was actually his, bounty, his yeah, bounty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that was his pre-crocodile bounty. Yeah. Yeah. Post-crocodile, he went to a he went to a Nami village. Yeah, right? he went to a whole Nami village. Yeah. Uh again, try just pointing out how ridiculous money is in one piece. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then we have Sanji, where instead of a, a picture, <laughs> there's an artist rendition that is way fucking off. It's so good. It's so good. And it and it all comes back. Please stay tuned, Matt, for the, for for those readers who and watchers of the anime who are way ahead, who are post time skip. They know. And it's so good. It's so fun. It's so good. God, I love this. Yeah, he uh, he he gets called Black Leg Sanji, which, you know, like, that's pretty cool that he's like the successor to Red, Red Legs F. Uh, and he has 77 million as his bounty. Which is less than Zolo. Which is less than Zoro. Ah, 
one day, one day, Sanji, you'll have that. You'll get. You'll be. You'll have. You will have a higher bounty one day, Sanji. You'll get there. It'll one only day. be for like a chapter, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he, then he at least back. has the third highest bounty on the crew. Yeah. Yeah, there's but apparently there's a, pro- a problem. Frankie uh, has a 44 million berry bounty. The site fourth highest. Robin's higher. At uh, 80. Oh, yeah, yeah, fourth. Yeah. There, there are three higher than him. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why my brain went. There are three higher than him. So he's the third. <laughs> um, I I'm counting zero first. Uh, it's he's the, Luffy's the captain. We index at zero. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. We're programming. It's fact, fact. Uh, Luffy We're obviously has to be the top. They're the captain. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so um, the problem is Cyborg Frankie is at 44 million. So the Frankie, we end the, the reading with the Frankie family asking if the Straw Hats will take him since it won't be safe for him on Water 7 anymore. Yeah, also he shares a, a, he shares a trait with Usopp. They're both sons of a pirate. Fun fact. Uh, true. Yeah, they do point out that he's a son of a pirate, which I feel like we knew from his sad backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we knew. Uh, but like, I just I just like Usopp. So any chance I get any chance I get. Oh, yeah. We also miss everyone freaking out. Um, Ro- like Robin, uh, Luffy is like, yeah, it went up. Zillow's like, nice. Uh, Robin's like, OK, like, fine. Uh, Nami's freaking out. Mm. <laughs> Sanji's face is absolutely amazing. Looking at his, it's it's priceless. It's <laughs> He's absolutely. like, who is this? <laughs> Chopper is unfortunately like Oda face, o- like mouth open, sad because he only has fifty berries. And he just keeps going fifty, fifty. He's so he's just so devastated. <laughs> Yeah, he was so excited to be a real bounty, a real pirate with a real bounty. And now he's a pet with barely a bounty. But he's, he's got a wanted poster. That's something. Hey, progress is progress. Yeah, they, they just didn't get a good picture of his monster point. Else he would totally be higher. Oh, yeah. If, if they had a if they knew that the mon, the monster point was uh, El, Eldritch Horror Chopper was him, he would absolutely be higher up. Also, if they knew that he had dethroned uh, a king that was part of the uh, the like government council of that world government council thing. Yeah, yeah Wapple. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they knew Wapple was uh, that he had helped dethrone Wapple probably would have had would have a bigger bounty. Probably. I'm surprised like nothing came from that in terms of like, you know, their bounty levels. I feel like it's implied uh, the new King Dalton like swept it all under the rug. Uh, kind of, you know, perks of having friends in high places. Maybe, but like, how do we know that Dalton even talks to world government representatives? We don't. Yeah, it might just be like, hi, I'm King. I'm Dalton, King of Drum Island. What happened to Wapple? Don't it's worry not, about it's it. It's not Drum Island anymore. Yeah, it's no longer the Drum Kingdom. It's the, it's the Cherry Blossom Kingdom. What happened to the Drum Kingdom? Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, Wapple is too busy being like a capitalist. <laughs> uh, him and his fucking horror. Him being. Fu- oh, my gosh. I made a joke uh, earlier this week with uh, somebody about how Wapple is uh, right now robotic with what they're doing with animals. Basically, which yeah. again, capitalist. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's a bunch of lore. That's like a giant lore dump. That's a lot. Oh, man, we got we, we talked a good bit of, of a few things, but like there's 
just a lot the a lot to cover what what do you want to touch on first we don't have the munch munch fruit so it's a little hard to digest all this at once <laughs> so i guess the the first thing is uh we're we're basically setting up frankie to join the crew um like why he has to go with them wrapping up all that's like the the water seven story is wrapping up yeah like all the meta plot stuff aside where we're finally putting a bow on the water seven story with new ship new crew like we're getting multiple new crewmates pretty much all that's left is to like see the new ship get frankie on board and uh we're, we're totally leaving um Usopp behind right like he he's done for the rest of the series yeah it looks that way like yeah like who knows stay tuned <laughs> i mean the crew would be too large if you were to have uh like all those people on there because i mean you can't have luffy zolo nami sanji chopper robin soge king condoriano <laughs> vivi john you, know, you, you can't have Johnny is on the crew. You can't have that many crew members. Yeah. Well, this is how <laughs> this is why we had to boot off Vivi and Johnny and Yusaku because there wasn't enough room. Wasn't you know, enough it's room. like you're playing an RPG but now, but now to it's run a bigger out party ship, space. Right? It's gonna be a bigger ship, I guess. But that's so that you can fit uh, Soge King. Yeah. So Soge King is taking like two thirds of the ship for their like personal uh, bedroom because obviously, right? Like obviously, they deserve it. They did so much during uh, Ein's Lobby. So much. They contributed. They helped. It's like, well, you, you have to put Sniper Island somewhere, and if not in your heart, then where? <laughs> then where? Clearly mounted on the wall. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we, have to, we have to get in. in, in we, we'll finish that stuff up. Um, but, like, the revelation of, like, Gar the relationship of Garp, Dragon, Luffy, like, clearly uh, with Dragon being a revolutionary and Luffy's actions... We're we're setting something up for them to collide as yeah. well as like this this war brewing between all the different pirate factions. Yeah, because war is constantly being brought up with both like uh, Whitebeard and Shanks' crew whenever they do the attack that splits heavens. They're like, oh, war, war. Um, we saw some of the warlords kind of bring it up when they were in the um, world of government place during like the cutaway like last the uh, holy city whatever it's called yeah yeah a marriage law um but i want to point out a thing and there's a theory that's been floating around for a while and i want to bring this up um but i can't like bring up too much of like certain reasonings why but this is one of like the biggest like points of this theory so there's a theory that uh dragon is not garp's son because of how Garp doesn't actually say it. He constantly refers to Dragon as Dragon or as Luffy's father. But he refers to Luffy uh, as the his only grandson. Yes. I don't know. I I put zero faith in that theory, theory because also they have the same family name. And any other time, even when we've talked about D being every when Jaguar said everyone in my family has D has the D in their name, that's still like you can still have that kind of like there's still that weirdness uh, of like, OK, but why does everyone have a different family name? Uh, but Garp, Dragon, Luffy all have monkey as their family name. Yes. Their last name. Um, the the theory involves Luffy's mom 
and Dragon taking up that name, given the power that's behind the name, given their position as a revolutionary leader. Because apparently they can just talk the Garp still. Because who who fucking told Garp? Oh, I guess probably Smoker um, would have told Garp like that they ran into Logetown. But no, 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 no. Garp said he no, said. Yeah, Garp yeah, said yeah. he so talked like, to So Garp him. has a direct line of communication to a fucking revolutionary army leader. <laughs> well, no, he said, I heard you met you met your father. He what he didn't tell you. He said he saw you off at Rogetown, but doesn't say that uh, he told Garp. He just said, what, what do you mean? It's directly implied that he said he he uh, in both cases of he he said he being dragon said dragon saw you off at Rotown. How would Garp know Dragon said these things? It could be part of what you said with, with Smoker because it, it could have yeah, been implied from what dra- whatever Dragon t- said to Smoker, uh, what Dragon said to Smoker about the Dragon. Yeah, but, but like in the context, but in the context of the, the scene, because Smoker has not been mentioned in this scene, like in the context, Garp yeah. is clearly referring to Dragon. Um, but, but at that point, I think we're, we're splitting hairs as much as we are about the comment earlier about, um, if we're, if we're reading this much double talk into everything, um, Garp says, which also we're, we're basing this off of, uh, semantics in English when we're not even reading the Japanese. So I'm also very hesitant to start saying things based off that as well. Um, but it, it feels like the same kind of semantics with, I left you with a friend and red hair shanks possibly i just wanted to bring up the theory uh because the the longer the series goes on the more like pieces where you're like maybe there's weight to this but at the same time like you you can just kind of point and tie things together anyways from anywhere we can put it in the theory bucket but i'm gonna i'm gonna put that at like one percent Oh, yeah, you know, it's one of those like, oh, if it's if if it turns out that Dragon's not Garp's like actual son, like, OK, cool. That's cool. But it, it doesn't really harm or hurt anything, at least to me. It doesn't if if it turns out to be like, oh, monkey D Dragon isn't actually Garp's, you know, son. But that's whatever. If anything, they're it's they still also have similar family. noses. So I was going to say that. Um, they have similar noses, but anyway, actually, yeah, similar eye shape too. Anyway, um, the other thing though that is interesting is Ace's name is Portgaz the Ace. He does not have the monkey family name. <gasps> that were they brothers. Stay tuned. That's the, que- that's the question, <laughs> especially because. Especially because uh, Garp do- very much doesn't address um, any familial relationship with Ace. He only refers to Luffy as his grandson. Um, he just mentions that he left Luffy and Ace with the friend. He doesn't mention Ace at all in any family context. Yeah. In fact, that's really the only mention of Ace is that he had left both of them and wanted and that he had wanted both of them to be Navy men. Um, so yeah, because obviously you want to everyone should join the Navy. Obviously. Yeah. Why wouldn't you join the Navy? Why wouldn't you join the government? Yeah. Um, join the oppressors. 
uh, they're definitely not trying to hide some terrible secret. No. Anyway, <laughs> no. What did the demons of Ohara know? What do they uh, know? Do they know things? <laughs> Let's find uh, out. But yeah, there's a. Um, but the thing with Dragon, sick reveal. I love seeing Garp. Garp's great. Garp's really funny. I love Garp. I also just realized that while he's giving the conversation, because they were, they're supposed to be repairing, the, he orders everyone to repair the wall that he kick, breaks down. I just realized that while he's giving the explanation, he also has a hammer. And not only is he hammering on the wall like to help fix it, he's also picking his nose the whole time. Yeah, which is a trait Luffy does quite often. Yeah. <laughs> so again, if if Luffy and, and Garp clearly related and if Monk, if Dragon is his dad, then it, it I'm not sure if you know any biology, but uh, it, it works a certain way. I mean, it could also be that Luffy's mom is actually Garp's daughter and Dragon just took up the name, which could be why. OK, but then who who is Luffy's uh, dad in that case? It, it, it's Dra- Dragon is the dad. But I'm saying that they might not be Garp's son and that Luffy's mom might be Garp's daughter. Like, that's the familial connection is through the mother. And that he and that he took her name. Yes. Especially for the weight it carries with him, you know, Garp being a hero. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I can I can take I can take that as a theory a little bit better, a little bit more. (laughs) I can take that a little bit more, but. Uh, barring any more information about Luffy's mom, uh, oh, which, just gonna which, have to put that on Which ice. we get none. Moms are anti or moms are anti-adventure, according to Oda. So yeah, that's why we don't get a lot of moms in the series. <laughs> we'll, and when we'll we do, need to see. they're already gone. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll need to see. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. That. I'm, I don't. I hold a little bit of weight in it, given that like. There's a lot of, you know, theory videos and and Reddit threads that like go in way too much depth. People have thought about this a little too much uh, where I'm like, oh, you know, th- this has a little bit of weight to it. Sure. Especially when people start pointing out kanji like people have gone through these series. Right. I'm just paraphrasing a lot of it. But people, other people have gone depth. These are not my theories. <laughs> my theories are fucking crackpot. <laughs> like i have a theory involving the 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 tree which hey didn't the tree the atom tree the jewel tree kind of look familiar matt and the one slight image we got of it um kind of oh man i i I, I hinted at it earlier uh it kind of looks like the tree i don't think it looks like i don't think it looks like that like it didn't remind me of that but that tree but the tree it's big it's strong yeah, it looks. Uh, I I pull up it. It looks nothing like the Ohara tree, but also it's just like a big tree. There's a whole a whole idea of like gathered like gathered dropped wood is a uh, a whole like thing, um, especially in Japanese carpentry. So I I can see why. I don't think we need to actually go with a whole like it has to be have been chopped down. Um, just gathered wood makes sense. Well, like I don't think the picture itself is the Ohara tree, but like the that the Ohara tree is a jewel tree. It's a big, big old strong tree because there's only a handful and we've only seen one really big ass tree. Oda doesn't do coincidences. We've also seen a beanstalk. Yeah, OK, that's a beans. That's not a tree. That's a beanstalk. Those are two different things. One involves giants. 
I don't know, but I'll need I'll need a little bit more than that. Oh, yeah, we obviously I mean, we're only 10 percent of the one piece. OK, <laughs> there's still so much more. <laughs> I know um, I'm excited for you to read these next chapters, though. Very excited because End of Water 7, first chapter of Thriller Bark is the next reading. We're out of here, baby. Right here. We're about to read this, then do the retrospective next time. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, we'll we'll do our retrospective. I feel like every episode has been a retrospective to it to a degree. But Oh, but we have we have things to to talk about, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like in terms of the whole the whole of One Piece. I have so much to say. I know you have some more stuff to say about Usopp and comparing them the Demon Slayer. And I, oh, he's I he's, no he's a lot like Zunitsu. he is a lot like Zunitsu. I don't even I don't even know That's what really that means really because I haven't watched all of Demon Slayer, so I don't have full context. Okay, well, go watch Demon Slayer and then get back to me. I really don't want to. <laughs> Well, like the first shit, then that's not going to be much of a conversation. Oh, I, I fuck! I gotta do homework. Damn it! This is you're supposed to do the homework, Matt. Anyways, uh, are you ready, Matt? Are you ready for the next chapters? Are you ready to get out of here? I'm, I'm ready. At this for a, a little, a little long. Uh, that's okay. Well, it's these are dense chapters. These are dense chapters. It was only seven chapters, and they were so dense. So much meta lore. Meta, meta, meta. They're hard. You know, the strongest wood strongest was made from these chapters. I did. I do want to say before uh, the little like uh, frames we get of like the five days of vacation where everyone's just kind of chilling, doing cute things. I really like that. I like the little downtime we see of the Straw Hats enjoying their time. Uh, just yeah. vibing. But anyways, next reading, Matt. Next reading is chapters 436 to 442. 436 to 442. Uh, so that's the end of the saga in the first chapter of thriller bark to get you a little taste um and you know how i said uh we weren't going to meet brooke next reading that we were weren't remember how i said we weren't going to meet brooke next reading uh er earlier this episode are we are we not oh no we are first chapter of thriller bark let's go let's set sail